Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Love is Blind Rehap Up. I'm your host, Asia. And as always, I have my awesome co-host with me, Mary. Mary, how are you doing? I'm doing great. It's the reunion. It's my favorite part of the series. I mentioned this last time. I love the the recap at the end of the documentary when they tell you where everyone's at now. And here we are a year later. Time to see where our couples are. So I'm excited to dive into it. Nice. Yeah, I was I was very happy that this reunion delivered like it gave what it was supposed to give um, with most people. But, you know, as we talk through this, we can't do it alone. We have an awesome uh, guest today who I just I just enjoy this guy's tweets just day in and day out. I mean, (laughs) the, the, the Twitter king. Brian Scally, how are you doing? Ah, uh, hello, hello. I'm doing great. I'm very excited to be here. I have thoroughly enjoyed both seasons of Love Island as well as this coverage. So I was more than thrilled when you guys asked me to Love Island. Get oh off my this god, show. <laughs> Love is Blind. They all have similar names. I cover the other ones. It's very <laughs> difficult. <laughs> love is like, Blind. To clarify, love whatever. I know what show I am covering. All the love. I watched the right episode <laughs> right you like you came on here you 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 watched the most the last season of love, love island <laughs> like let's dive into it <sighs> all right yes yeah, so glad to have you here uh just what what are your thoughts since you did watch last season what have you been your overall thoughts about this season so I liked this season. I feel like some people were a little shaky, but I feel like I was pretty invested in almost all of the couples all the way through. Uh, like I could see where they were going for drama sometimes, but that was fine with me. Uh, I do think that I didn't have like that one couple that I was just fully all in on, but overall, like I'm used to that in watching a lot of these love shows. So for me, it hit just fine. Yeah, I I definitely agree. I was a little nervous coming into it because it had been so long and it's built up so much just popularity. And I was like, uh, we're not going to get, you know, these ideal scenarios. But I was really glad that, you know, of the the six couples, um, 11 of them took this process very seriously. 
That's what I was going to say. Everyone was so afraid about, and everyone, I mostly mean me. I was so afraid (laughs) about season two and it just being a group of people who thought that this was like all the other dating shows where you just come here for drama and for clout and you know, 11 out of 12, pretty good odds. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Oh man. But yeah, we have a lot to unpack here. I mean, I couldn't wait to get to today so that we could talk about it because I I had to watch it as soon as it came out. Like there was no wait until Friday night so I can take notes. No, it was just like Friday morning. Let's knock this out. So I'm not spoiled on Twitter. Wow. That was pretty good of you to to hit it right there at, yeah. the, at the first time. You know, I love the reunion shows generally. I felt like this one was structured a little weird. Like yes. we have been hating on Vanessa and Nick Lachey for a few weeks now because they don't do much. They have risen a lot in my book for the way that they handled this reunion. I thought the questions were pretty good. They were they were respectful of when people didn't want to to dive deeper into certain stuff, which Mm -hmm. I mean, you can take it or leave it like some people if you're here for the drama maybe not your favorite. I mean, I do think that there is drama, but I think it's for the most part, it's real drama. It's not manufactured drama. Whereas like in so many of the other shows, it's like throwing to commercial. And now next up, we're going to talk to Shake about the biggest betrayal and whatever, you know, it's like, come on. Like, we don't, we don't need that. The the drama comes from dating is dramatic. Okay. (laughs) That's what it is. And so we don't need to build in any kind of extra nonsense. Somebody else, I think, thought that they were the host of this show and thought that they needed to interrupt every 10 seconds and <laughs> do something. And, you know, like I'll, I'll throw some props. Shake Dits bring up some things that like everybody on Twitter was thinking. So, I mean, it did happen. But I do appreciate a show that will let the contestants kind of set the tone for what they want. And if these contestants wanted to take it more seriously, then so be it. That's a funny point because I, I, I just refuse to give Shake any type of credit anytime. <laughs> even, even if it's credit that he, he is due it at some point in his life. But, you know, I that that's funny you say that because Maybe if it was Sal that was saying all of these things, that was interjecting and adding all these points, I'd be like, thank you, Sal, for speaking up. (laughs) But the fact that I just despise Shake and he's the one constantly interrupting as if he had it all figured out. um, It was just so annoying every single time. Like, uh, uh, Can I add to that? Like, you are not the third co-host of the show. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm very used to the messy reunion so yeah. then when I have him jumping in it is the conflict of like uh, I would be accepting this from someone else but I don't like the messenger so yeah. I'm a little <laughs> conflicted here um, so there were points where I wish that uh, Nick and Vanessa had pushed a little where uh, like I'm good with them letting everyone set the tone uh, when a couple basically says like hi we've showed up today but we don't want to speak about anything it's like okay well then <laughs> why are you here but yeah. uh, otherwise I was happier with them on this reunion than I expected to be for sure Oh, absolutely. Like, this is my formal apology to everything that I've said about Nick and Vanessa, because I felt like they delivered. I just I was very pleased with how they were. Like, yes, they like you said, Mary, they were respecting certain people's boundaries, but they were pushing where they needed to push because Vanessa was saying a lot of things that we thought 
about, you know, certain situations specifically with Shake. And so I really did appreciate that. So I was like, okay, I don't mind having y'all back next season. (laughs) Um, But let's dive into it. Um, The first kind of section that we got with um, them was just the introductions. Like, hey, you know, are y'all nervous? Uh, Vanessa was saying, are y'all nervous? And Shake was like, you know, um, I, I'm really nervous about how I was edited. What? <laughs> Where, right. Why are you yeah. starting with that? I think it's very obvious that out of everyone, Shake probably realized because at this point, when the reunion takes place, I think they've all they've all watched the show, and it's already aired. It's a year a year later, so Shake knows the hate that he was received. And I feel like this whole reunion was shake trying to decide, do I go all into the villain role and just kind of own it? Or do I try to like clear my name? And he kind of tried to do both, which was kind of annoying. It's like pick a lane. So he started out with saying like, Oh, my edit wasn't, you know, wasn't great. Like clearly it was very hard being me and having to deal with all the stuff I said throughout the season. Edits certainly can do smash cuts and make people look worse. They can't make up things that you say, though. (laughs) And when you say the same things over and over and over and like and shake, I think given everything that happened, you got the most favorable edit that you could have hoped for, because I think there were people out there. And I think even Vanessa Lachey says it at one point, like who thought that your edit was like a growth arc like Mm -hmm. a look where he was and look where he ended up right and i mean it kind of up until i'd say the weddings it looks kind of like a growth arc even when he's constantly even telling his mom or telling his friends that he's not sure he's attracted to her they clearly and then they mentioned in the reunion like did not show some of the maybe worse things that he was saying about deep deep throughout Mm -hmm. yeah did they do you think they saw the entire season up to this point, um, I don't know if they saw the weddings, but I think that they saw a bit because they did talk about they did talk about the bachelor parties. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'm trying to think of because several times they were saying like when you saw this scene, and I don't know yeah. if they said when you saw the scene about like watching like with Shane and Natalie. I don't think that they necessarily mentioned when you watched the scene about the fight. Um, so I think that they probably saw at the very least. I mean, they would since they did them in drops. They probably saw the first two drops. Maybe not the weddings. Yeah. Um, they it definitely feels, saw the first drop for sure. It feels so easy to just be like, "All right, you're all going to arrive here. We're going to show you the wedding episode, and then let's mm-hmm. talk." <laughs> like, yeah, right. yeah. Maybe, so, maybe and, they didn't even see the second drop. I'm not sure, but I thought that they mentioned some scenes from that. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was just it was like certain things that kind of tipped me off. That okay, maybe they haven't seen that. Like maybe they've only seen clips because. A lot of the reactions seemed fresh. Like if you think about the the Jarrett and um, Mallory mm-hmm. conversation, Sal's reaction to it was like pure instant, like disres- like he felt disrespected. Right. And I didn't know if that was like, is that a fresh reaction or, oh, he's reminded of like, dang, that sucks. Right. So. Yeah. I think that's fair. I think Jake came in like, this is his last chance. The after the altar might happen, but was that only a result of COVID that they ended up even doing that in the first place for season one? Are they going to do it for right. season two? You don't know. And so Shake is coming in here uh, trying to 
both like make himself look better. Also, I think spread some of the villainy onto other people and make himself look better by comparison in his mind. And I don't think that's ever really going to work. Ever. Yeah. Speaking of the after the altar, our previous guests, uh, Jason, Isaiah and Sasha all mentioned kind of liking season one a little better just because they felt like they liked the cast better. Scally, do you have any thoughts on that? How you felt about this season in comparison? Um, I think what it is, is that almost and I think that it's more a product of editing than actually the cast is that they kind of villainized one member of each couple to a certain extent. (laughs) Uh, And if not villainized, like they really made one person like the likable underdog hero. And so like in Sal and Mallory, like it was Sal and Natalie and Shane, it was Natalie. So even the couples that like I like. Who wasn't in Kyle and Shana? (laughs) Kyle and Shana, like I feel like Kyle's supposed to be getting like the underdog edit. We'll talk about Kyle, but um, (laughs) Uh, I feel like for the most part, they tried to get you to definitely have a side that they wanted you to pick. And that might have come at the expense of really rooting hard for any one couple. True. I could see that. Um, So this next section after like that, they they start with really is they just kind of dive into Natalie's feelings for Shane in the pods like they're only isolating that part of Natalie and Shane's relationship to in order to get Shana's opinion about it. So I thought that was just kind of I was like, why not just go ahead and knock out Natalie and Shane altogether? Yeah, they kind of hopped around like that was something I noticed about this reunion i feel like the first time and this might just be i didn't rewatch the first season reunion so maybe it's just my memory i felt like they kind of went couple by couple and went through like updates on where you're at etc this time they really broke it down by like specific moments the only thing i didn't like about this moment was i didn't like that they said Shayna, how was it to hear natalie brag about her connection with shane and i'm like I mean, she had a connection. What are you not supposed to talk? You put them all in this room. Clearly, they're supposed to talk about their connections. And I kind of feel like that's the name of the game, right? Like you're dating people, you know that other people are. If you don't mention who your connection is, then somebody else may try to go for it. Like you kind of want people to know, like, hey, just so you know. Like, I mean, you could do it in a in a nice way, but I, at least from the edit, it seemed like both Natalie and Shayna were kind of telling each other that they had connection connections with Shane. I don't think it like came out of nowhere, but. And even more than like, you have to stake your claim by any means. Like if the person that you're interested in seems to be telling someone else, like so much more than they're telling you, like, wouldn't you want to know that? So like from (laughs) Shana's perspective, when Natalie's saying, Oh, Shana's saying I'm his number one, then as Shana, I'd be like, Oh, maybe I'm reading this wrong. And I need to either ask about this or back off and start looking elsewhere towards my priorities. So I don't think Natalie was bragging. I think every one person in that room was doing it, but uh, it's more fun to phrase it that way, I guess on the reunion. (laughs) It just seems, I feel like they should have almost like swapped it around and asked, because I feel like you could have asked the same question, like, hey, Natalie, how was it to hear Shayna brag about her right. connection? But, but maybe, maybe Shayna didn't. Maybe she kept it more, more under wraps. We don't know. Right. Um, or like, oh, hey, Mallory, how did it feel to hear Ayana brag about her? You know, right. like, yeah. it, that was just, it was just odd. And I, I, I get, I got that they were just trying to bring Shayna into the conversation, but I will <laughs> give her credit for this whole reunion for owning up to everything. You just okay. Well, 
my disagreement is I think a couple people and, and Shake does it at times, Shane does it at times, and Shana does it at times. There's like this move that people on these, especially dating reality shows, do where they basically say, Look, I own it. I own that I messed up. I shouldn't have done that. I own that. I'm owning that. And they just keep, keep repeating that they own it. It doesn't mean anything to own a mistake if you don't apologize for the effects of the mistake, which sometimes they do, but there was a little bit of, I apologize if what I did hurt yeah. you. Like, okay, come on, come on. But you need to actually apologize and then you need to like show that, like, okay, Asia, if I punch you and then I'm like, I own it. I punched you. That was my bad. <laughs> I'm not going to make you feel better. You're going to be like, wait a second. I need you to like tell me why it was wrong. Like go through the process of like remorse and understanding why and, and prove to me that you're not going to do it again. Because I think with Shayna, especially, it was like she just kept saying that she was owning the mistakes she made without like just saying you own it. It's like I declare bankruptcy. You're not actually doing anything. You need to actually own it, not just say yeah. you own it. So, I mean, it was good that she did that. And hopefully behind the scenes, there were some other steps made, maybe. Right. Hey, well, to just so it's out there, Mary, I would instantly forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Thanks. Watch out at know-it-alls. <laughs> hey, I own it. I own it. If you own it, I have no choice but to instantly forgive you. So, <laughs> uh, But yeah, I guess that is true. You can own it all day and it just depends on the person. I just say I just I was able to see a little bit more growth in Shayna and Shane than Shake. So it just seemed like, you know, that Shayna and Shane weren't. 100% of the time, because there were moments, and we'll get into it, but 100% of the time taking that victim mentality um, like Shake was. Um, Shake out here just making all of these other people look so mature by comparison. Right. That, that's, <laughs> that's probably what it is. That it, it All because they have Shake to compare to. Yes, that's probably what it is. Um, it helps. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we transition into them talking to Shane and just kind of talking about like the mix up. And that's when and we've heard this a little bit like in articles about, you know, when they're in the pods, they're really just talking through like a tiny mic and they're hearing it through like a speaker. So it's not as clear as we hear it. But, you know, he did own up to like, look, I do regret going into attack mode instantly. I should have just listened. And even Kyle owned up to saying he mixed up two of the girls once. Um, and so what, what did y'all think about, you know, Shane's. I guess, understanding of his role in the pods leading to his relationship with Natalie. Shane, I'm watching this whole thing. So the, as much as I also tried to like wait for the reunion and like get in there right away and watch, it was impossible to avoid on TikTok. So <laughs> like I was scrolling fast, but it kept coming. And so the only thing I did know at this point is it was like all of the women in the cast do follow Shane on like Instagram and socials, but do not follow Shake. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. So with Shane, I do. I was watching it through that perspective. Like, why do the entire cast like stand with him and like like him and still associate and I think Shane is like almost there. <laughs> like he is learning and he's trying. Uh, it's not perfect. 
by any means but uh, in this moment like uh at least here he is saying like no this was my fault i should not have gone into attack mode i don't know why i did this it was completely like the absolute wrong reaction and it's my biggest regret on the show um i like shane in this moment uh but you know he has his up and downs like any other i agree with scally like shane it's so hard because there's so much about Shane that I know like would be very difficult to tolerate like just me <laughs> as a personality like it would be hard for me to talk to Shane because he's he's a lot like I'm very introverted and Shane is whew, like, I don't know breaks the scale right um but I I do I think I believe it more with Shane like I think Shane is nothing if not very earnest and like very upfront with his emotions like so much so to where sometimes you're like Oh, that's like your like I, the the word gaslighting gets thrown a lot around a lot with mm-hmm. with Shane, and I think they even say here they say like you were gaslighting Natalie into like her reaction to your mistake of thinking that she was Shayna in this yeah. moment when you you know in the pods, and I think the problem is that gaslighting comes with like a um like an ownership of someone like actively doing something on purpose and with Shane I feel like sometimes he it's hard to tell whether or not he's he's sort of like reacting right away oh this is gonna sound so bad but this is kind of my example it's like Shane is like a crime of passion person right like he like does something instantly he's not like premeditating his like things I I think I think it is like very much from his emotion so with Mm -hmm. Shane there's sometimes where some things he says I'm like all completely on board with like when he shuts shakedown multiple times I'm like yes like you you're saying exactly what everyone's thinking right now like this is great and then sometimes I'm like oh you're still do you're not quite there but I I do buy that he is someone who watched this show watched moments with himself and came away thinking there are some like places where I messed up and I need to grow and I need to learn. And hopefully he does um, because of that. Whereas I think like shake watched the show and just thought, Oh my gosh, look how bad I've been edited. It's not my fault at all. Right. Very true. Yeah. I, I definitely see those points. Um, it's, it's not, I guess when I look at Shane, it's like, he's not, he doesn't want like you said, it's not premeditated. It's not that he's intentionally trying to think like, okay, if I do this, then this will happen. If I do this, just acting in the moment. And sometimes it's just like, oh, you you know, you can tell he really loves Natalie. And sometimes you're like, oh my gosh, he's just not equipped to know how to properly love Natalie. Um, And so we did get the moment with Natalie of her being portrayed by both Shayna and Shane because this, this bit, this big, why did the conversation happen? So we find out that like Shane thought he was going in to propose to Natalie, but it was actually a conversation with Shayna explaining that she, you know, she felt strongly about him. And so Natalie felt betrayed because Shayna lied about, you know, what she was doing and Shayna apologized. But then Kyle was like, wait, why did this happen? Right? Like, why did the meeting happen at all? If you were so, so in on me. So did I was I was trying to I I think we did talk about this of just like if he already felt that he was going to be with Natalie like why did this meeting happen again because it was always like he had already made the decision what are your thoughts on that Scally see I thought it was really funny when even Vanessa was like yeah production why did you do that (laughs) like (laughs) she was like I I agree this was a bad decision Um, and so like I get 
that Shane was blindsided again. And I think that it's kind of a reaction. Like production saw what happened when Shane thought he was talking to Shayna and was actually talking to Natalie mm-hmm. and almost was like, Ooh, we could do that again. <laughs> Question <Yeah. or> like, <laughs> we could get that moment in reverse. So mm-hmm. like, it's hard because I recognize it's a reality show and like you're going for the scenes and I've seen uh, like much more manipulative things happen on others <laughs> and yes. it's unfortunate. Um, I wonder exactly like what the process of setting these meetings up is. Is it just one person wants them? You got to do them or is it like mutually agreed upon? So uh, it seems a little shady and obviously you wish Shane would react better, but I can see him like being frustrated as like, I didn't want this meeting. Like, Mm -hmm. not even just mad about, like, why didn't you say this earlier? But why is this happening? (laughs) Like, I don't want this conversation to be happening at all, let alone how it's going. Yeah. So it's interesting because I do think that this is something that does happen. Now, here's me taking a moment to pretend once again that people care about my limited dating history. But (laughs) I've been in a situation where I was dating someone, the person uh, the third party person knew I was dating someone but was like you know what I don't want to miss this opportunity I'm going to shoot my shot anyway and at the time I remember like yes perfect me would have been like excuse me how dare you I am dating someone you know that but instead <laughs> I was like wow kind of sucks that you told me this now if I had known this back when I was single that would have been different like maybe things would have been different and part of that is because like I'm, I'm sure that Shane was also thinking this it's like part of you wants to be like Shayna, why didn't you say this earlier? Because like you, you almost—it's not exactly want to put it on the other person, but you want to like re, like reassure the other person that this isn't coming out of nowhere. Like you know, you had a connection with them; it just wasn't Uh the timing wasn't right, or it wasn't um, brought up in the right moment. So, like, I understand where Shane's coming from at this point. This is where I'm back to the whole rolling my eyes at Shayna nonsense. Because even when Kyle asks, like, what was the point of this? She was like, I I wasn't planning on going in there to give him an ultimatum. It's like, yes, you were. (laughs) Again, if you are going to own it, own what you did. You can't just say, I own that I made a mistake. You have to actually say, you know what? I went in there. I, I, even though I had already been proposed to, I kind of, I wanted to see what possibility there was out there. And if Shane really did like me enough to have some second thoughts about Natalie. This is my life too. This is my romance too. I want to see what this is going. That is what's owning it. Saying that is owning it. Just saying, oh, I don't know what I was going to say to him. (laughs) Yes, you did. You went in there with a purpose. Yeah, she. uh, it it, it was all part of her process, Mary. (laughs) Well, and, and that I get. I get when they say like it's all part of the process, but they like a couple people said, oh, it was just I like it was just part of the process. What you mean is it was part of my options to go see who I could possibly marry. That's right. what you meant. <laughs> right, right. Hiding uh, behind the, the words. <laughs> right. Um, before we transitioned into because since Kyle spoke up, they're like, well, let's go ahead and talk about yeah, a little bit about Kyle and Shayna. Yeah, it was. Whoever speaks up, we're going to talk about your relationship, but uh, just hold your, hold your seat. We're, we're going to come back to you in about 20 minutes. Um, this was one of the first uh, or this was the second time that Shake has um, interrupted and, and inserted himself and he decided, hey, 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 while we're talking about Shane and Shayna and Natalie and Kyle, I, I want to say something. I don't think this show is about finding your wife. I think it's about finding love. And that's the takeaway I had. I don't think I should be put in a box. 
of just marrying someone after a few weeks. Bruh, what are you talking about? That's the show. It's not being put in a box. This is what you signed up for. (laughs) Yeah, it's just like, I feel like there are so many people on other love shows where like the expectation is to get engaged or whatever the commitment is at the beginning and like they also are feeling similarly of like oh i'm gonna like get married or date and or and then figure it out after uh i think that like arguing that that's what you were always here for and that uh other people should think just like you do isn't going to make you any more likable. So like, (laughs) even if it's all true and you say it, like, I don't think that it's an unreasonable opinion to have, but then don't come on this show, apply to a different one. And that's all that it is. And I know Asia, you've talked about it being similar in um, married at first sight where it's like a lot of times people will get married and then they'll be like, okay, now we're kind of dating, but we just Mm -hmm. have like a different label under us. And I I think that's the case for this. I think the two couples from both season one and season two who got married, they probably sort of reversed a little bit back into like, now we're going to kind of get to know each other more. We just got this label. And I do think that the show would have more success with long lasting relationships if there wasn't the three week then marriage segment. However... I think that you're going to get way fewer people who take the show even seriously at all. I think you're going to end up having fewer actual marriages that come out of it. And I think you kind of need the pressure of a wedding. Like I think even at this point with dating shows, getting engaged isn't enough because I think enough people look at it as getting engaged as like, oh, well, you can just take that back. Like, whatever. But like with a wedding, you need to either, you know, if you actually get married, like you're going to, in, in, you know, annul it or get divorced or whatever. And that's like a bigger decision. And most, I think there are a lot of people who just still in their minds, like will not, don't want to, don't want to go through that if they think it's not worth it. And so I think if you want people to really take the show seriously, that's the case. And this is the first time of many that we'll hear that maybe Shake did not understand the premise of the show. <laughs> right. Because he thinks he's speaking for people at home. Right. But then it's like, yeah, I also wouldn't want to marry someone after knowing them three weeks. But I also didn't sign up for Love is Blind. That's right. the difference. Right. <laughs> he mm-hmm. thinks he's like, oh, I'm just like, you know, this is wild. That's what everybody else is thinking. It's like, no, but you're you signed up for the show don't try to act like you're above it all now you sound like russell hans trying to convince everyone that america just needs to vote on the winner of survivor (laughs) that's a different show yeah and if we want to talk about like the difference between knowingly lying to someone like he was not like telling deep to like i came on this to find love not to get married so Mm -hmm. like he was putting her through the entire process and letting her go for this entire stretch of time wasting her experience so that is the even bigger problem Problem. Or more uh, importantly, wasting Kyle's. Yeah. <laughs> 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 right. Um, so speaking of Kyle, when he him and Shayna, basically he's just he's just hurt. He's overall just hurt. He he said he tells um Shayna like no one put a gun to your head to say yes. He just he 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 doesn't understand why she said yes in the first place. It was kind of hard for him to watch back seeing her receive his mom's ring. But then Shayna says she feels she felt a little manipulated by him giving her that engagement ring because it's like, oh, well, that was your mom's. Like, why would you give me that? I couldn't accept that. Girl, what are you talking about? I don't know the statistics, but I would, based on the people I know, roughly guess bare minimum, 
25%, maybe higher, of people who get engaged use an heirloom ring. Possibly higher than that. It's not... I guess what Kyle was trying to say was like, if this had worked and I found someone to to marry who really wanted to get engaged with me, mm-hmm. it would be great to have the heirloom ring. Like, that's like... That's a, like a, a pretty special thing to give someone. I don't really get what she's saying with like she felt pressure. At the, if if anything, she should have felt pressured to say, say no yes, exactly. because you understand how serious this he's taking it. So the fact that even with the ring you said yes, that's you leading him on. That's what we call that. And and again, with <laughs> Shana not owning up, like yeah. everyone at home is thinking. And this is this is the only time where I'm going to give Shake any credit again is when he says things like, "Okay, come on." But wasn't there even like a little bit of you that was just kind of spurred on by like wanting to stay on the show for whatever reason, whether that may be to you know just have a better experience or to because I think everyone jumped on him and were like wait you mean she was clout chasing it's like I'm not exactly saying that like maybe she was truly trying to look into like the Shane relationship or or whatever but I do think there was part of her that that didn't want to just completely shut the door on the rest of the experience whatever that was and I think that that's the record off the record though off, off the record off the record we're on a reunion show what are you talking about <laughs> it's just there are two couples who went through the entire like getting engaged process and got no edit got no tv time got no nothing so like i don't think the argument that shake is making like maybe you wanted to continue the process whether that's to mm-hmm. be on tv or to try to see if you could then talk to another conversation with uh, shane later on is totally out of the possibility here for Shayna. Uh, the problem that I'm running into here is that, like, yes, I think that they wanted us to have, like, Shayna's the villain of this couple. I don't understand Kyle either, really. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, it's just, he is confusing me. Like, I'm, you know, he's coming here peacocking with the new piercings, but just <laughs> it, it threw me off. <laughs> and for me, like, Yes, I agree that the pressure and like it should have been to say no once it's like a ring that's that important. Yes. For Kyle to be proposing with a ring that that is that important to him after like saying there is like very big issues between us that I do not see how we overcome. And then just saying, you know what? I'm willing to throw all of that away and I don't care. And it's like, oh, these feel like big things that you just want to, whether it is that you just want to continue on the show or just like want to get married so badly. uh, I don't understand Kyle here. I don't understand Kyle there. I don't understand Kyle (laughs) post proposal. At the point where she leaves Mexico and uh, there were a lot of hints he was not picking up on. And this is where I would like some Kyle ownership. Kyle, if you're listening, turn this off now. Um, (laughs) Kyle, let's be honest. Shayna may have been just trying to stay on the show to pursue other processes or whatever. But you thought that Shayna was very attractive and didn't care about any of the other issues in your relationship and just wanted to go with that like you picked up on zero red flags <laughs> um I mean, and, and this is not to say that there was no connection between them in the pods i think there was like that's you know that's understandable i get i get that i'm talking once she leaves mexico once you see her and she's not wearing the ring and you're like why aren't you wearing the ring you know why she's not wearing the ring you know don't make us say it <laughs> okay. Kyle, come on 
Yeah, it it was. T- so a couple of things. I think the move for Kyle was to do something similar to Nick and Danielle. Danielle got a family heirloom uh, from, you know, Nick's grandmother later on once they knew this is legit, right? Yes. That's, that's what you move. do. Yes. Wait. You know you want to do it? Just wait on that ring. Give her something temporary, especially because you don't know if this is going to work out. And So that was that was just odd. And then my thing with Shake chiming in here is just like, worry about yourself. You have way too much, way too many other issues to discuss for you to be chiming in on every other relationship except your own. All, you know. I love the solidarity, though. After every single one of these times where I write Shake interrupts, under it, I write, once again, everyone is annoyed with Shake. <laughs> it's like everyone else is like. And, and this is something that I don't know if this was just editing. I wanted to call this out, though. Um, you you notice it especially when they do the the Shane and Natalie segment segments. Um, people do a really good job on this show of like, well, with the exception of Shake, letting someone else talk. Like there are so many times when they'll ask really uncomfortable questions to like Shane and Shayna and Natalie, and you just see Natalie sitting there like biting her tongue. Like you can see all the expressions and. I know that some people, like again, with these reunion shows, you want the people standing up and yelling and just fighting. But there gets to a point where you're like, I can't even understand what's happening because it's just a yelling war between people. And it's mm-hmm. sometimes more powerful to like see the emotion on the person's face. I don't know. To me, again, I know it's a TV show. I know it's a reality show, but it made it feel more real. And that's what I need <laughs> out of my shows. <laughs> like a real conversation. Yes, yes. exactly. I'm like the maturity on these people. <laughs> like I yeah. could not, I could not hold my tongue. Yeah. While that's happening. Yeah, I was like, well, we had that. We still had Shake interrupting during them saying, oh, "I just yeah. had a hard time taking this seriously." Well, that's on you. <sighs> Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. So then we move into... The Ayana, Jarrett, Sal, I was going to say salary, Mallory, and Salvador of it all. Um, so we find out that, so this mainly is focused on that conversation between Mallory and Jarrett uh, in Mexico. 
And so, you know, Ayana does tell us that she couldn't watch that, that episode together. Like they did not watch together. She just knew she couldn't. And, you know, it, we see the scene. It's even more uncomfortable. Like I was cringing and we've seen this already was cringing, just watching them watch it back. And it was just like, Oh no. And we, I'm, I'm, Ayana admits that her anger was correctly placed on Jared. She said, Mallory has no allegiance to me. She she doesn't owe me anything. You know, my anger was with Jared. We talked about it. And Jared admits, Jason and Isaiah, Jared admits he should have never said these things. And he does apologize, apologizing. He does apologize to Ayana for making her look, he said, for making her look crazy, basically. And um, Sal chimes in on the segment as well because he's just like, look, that was straight up disrespectful. He forgives Jared. Um, he forgives Mallory. And then they kind of touch on like they gave it an honest shot, but they don't dive into them just yet. But they just we get that little snippet. What y'all think about <laughs> just just that? Yeah. Um, There's another person who says, I'll be a man and own up to it. I own that. I'm not playing the victim. <laughs> what are you owning what are you owning okay no i'm jared jared and mallory both do say that it was just a very inappropriate conversation that shouldn't happen yes. i think that's probably alcohol was not a non-factor in this mm-hmm. scenario like i think that, that was probably something to be a part of it um I, I I was happy with the fact that they had the conversation i really did like the fact that jared turns to ayana and says like We've talked about it. We know that it happened, but I'm basically going to spend the rest of my life making sure she knows that she is never second to anyone. And mm-hmm. like, this is it for me. Um, we haven't mentioned yet. Ayana sporting a very different hairstyle. Uh, yeah, it's cute. She looked great. I really loved the uh, the married couples in their like <laughs> matching <laughs> matching outfits. The red on Jarrett and Ayana, and then the blue on Nick and Danielle. It was very cute. Um, so I, I do think this was a good moment. Like I, I do think that if I was Ayana, this would be really hard to watch because so there's hard. like very obvious chemistry um, between them. And it's something that we talked a lot about throughout the episodes of like questioning some of Sal and Mallory's chemistry when it just seemed night and day from this scene. Um, but it did. It doesn't. You know, it doesn't go anywhere with them. I, I think that we we were proven wrong, and that a year later they seem very happy. So I'm I'm glad about that. Uh, but I don't know if like if I was Sal, and especially if I had just watched this episode, I guess I probably also would be like, "Wow, Mallory, do you remember all those times that you told me like that this didn't mean anything and this conversation was nothing and it was just mm-hmm. a big joke? I'm looking at it clearly. It was <laughs> more than you portray. I people." Remember this. When you go on a show, just assume that everything you said and did was 100% filmed and going to be exactly. shown. Like at all times. Because you cannot lie and get away with it. Um, just but then treat, again, life, treat life that way too. Just imagine there's a hidden camera. Uh, Stop Asia. lying to people. <laughs> this, is, this is great. Imagine there was a hidden camera. Stop lying to people. <laughs> Very good. What do you think, Scally, about this moment? I felt like this was a segment that needed to be addressed. Um, like sure this conversation probably should have happened at some point with them but in the process of just like addressing like the elephant in the room hey we're both here we're going to be continuing on we're going to be seeing each other but it didn't have to mm-hmm. go 
the manner that it went. And I think that was like Sal's main point. Like you like said it was a joke, but then it didn't feel like a joke. And then like you, either one of you could have stopped this or like corrected it. And it was kind of like how things were said almost even more than anything. So yeah, I get them addressing it. I think that probably they've done a lot of work like off of the show already addressing this and, uh, you know, glad for everyone to have worked through it ultimately. Yeah. And I see people being so hard on Mallory, like especially on Twitter, just saying like, Oh, I don't trust her. You know, how's she calling him? Jer bear. Like as if she's the only one in that conversation, like it was, they were going tit for tat. He, she called him Jer Bear. He called her Mal Mal. Like, you know, he was commenting on the ring. She was saying things she likes, basically describing him to a T of the type of guys that she likes. So it was a very, like, both parties were actively involved in the conversation. Yes, I'm glad it did happen earlier on rather than, like, you know, a few weeks into the process and the marriages are about to happen and they're just now having that conversation. So it's good it happened early. I think it would have been a lot more damaging had it happened later. Um, but I do, I could, I could just see it in Ayana's face that she, they have worked through this and she has gone through that process of forgiving him, um, or forgiving that situation and just kind of moving forward. I mean, she did say it was re-traumatizing to watch it, um, after experiencing it, but just their chemistry on, on that reunion stage and just how they were like looking at each other, like you said, Mary, it, if it felt like they have moved forward. So I'm glad we can put a pin in that. And I know some people probably felt like Sal was continuing to push it. It's like, oh, but they say they owned it. Why don't you just... Because I think what Sal was trying to get was like, I don't want you to just say that you own it. I feel like I'm just harping on the same things. But mm-hmm. the, the, Sal was like, I I want you to understand, like, I want to know, like, an answer to why did it happen? And why did you do it in this way? And then why yeah. did you lie about it later? And that kind of thing. And, and I think that that's understandable for the reunion if if your goal of the reunion is to like move on and get closure. Because for Sal and Mallory, who you mentioned before, they they check in with them and, and they kind of say like that they they did end up meeting up for coffee after the wedding and they chatted, but they didn't really think it made sense to continue on. Um, and, and they're definitely the couple who has the most private kind of feel to everything. Yeah. Like they don't, they don't really want to dig into things and talk about it, which is also what it felt like on the show. Um, and that's interesting. And I wonder if some of it is actually like liability, re- like not liability is not the right word, but like, if there's outside people involved, like exes and stuff that maybe they're like not allowed to talk about, like I know on big brother and stuff, you have to get clearance to talk about certain people, at least by name. So I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. Then again, none of my exes cleared me to talk about anything on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I would say definitely by name, I could understand. I wouldn't think that uh, if you were just using like anonymous terms, yeah, that you would not be able to get away with speaking about things. I will say from Sal's perspective on, uh, this first conversation um, with involving like Mallory and Jarrett, like Ayana 
wanted to watch it alone, but then they did sit down and talk about it. Sal and Mallory did not continue their relationship and thus did not watch it together. Then probably did not have a very lengthy, detailed conversation about it. And so this is his chance to like actually say how he feels, which we've already seen. He is uh, not wanting to do so much on this episode in general. So for him (laughs) to do that at all, I feel like he really felt the need to like express himself and had not already gotten that opportunity very true yeah Mm -hmm. because those were raw emotions but yeah you're right he didn't have you know he didn't have a reason to have a sit down with Mallory in order to move forward after watching it so so then yeah we move on from Jared and Ayana for now uh, and jump into Nick and Danielle the main thing we got from them was that they are still blissful they realized that the pressure of I do's and I don'ts leading up to that was a lot of caused a lot of stress on their relationship. So once they passed that, they were able to just move forward. She moved into his place. He has stable furniture. Um, they're not breaking things. Um, and he, she, uh, they, we hit this like home footage section to show like her dog or her cat, his dog, and the rock band set is out and visible in the living room. Um, and this is where we find out like his uncle gave her uh, uh, their grandmother's uh, wedding ring. Um, so she showed that off. Cute. Cute. (laughs) Um, I actually, with them, I was pleasantly surprised. I thought this might be where we got some hot mess stuff. Um, But I I think it actually explains a lot about their relationship. Mm -hmm. And the edit we saw, which was a little bit wild of the two of them, just like butting heads at every turn. I think that it would make more sense now to know like they were basically trying to bring up any possible thing that might make them not a compatible couple. Mm -hmm. And it kind of reminds me of like if you live by yourself for a really long time, which both of them had, and you think about like your processes, you know, whether it be I sleep on this side of the bed or like, oh, my gosh, my closet has all my stuff in it. Um I can understand how you might worry, like, how are we possibly going to mesh this? Like, what? But I take out the trash in this way. What if you take out the trash in this way? And I can see where you'd get into arguments about this. And then when you actually move in together, you're like, wait, this, like, we'll just adapt. It doesn't matter. (laughs) And so that's kind of what happened. Like, it seems like they did that. Um, You know, it was cute. Like, I'm sure that, that, you know, their life's not perfect and they probably have things that they're going through. Um, But, I was glad to see, I was pleasantly surprised to see that they ended up uh, okay. Like they, they end, I think we all thought that they were going to be the Lauren and Cameron. And then like, they actually turned into the Amber Barnett of the season in some ways. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> at least that was my impression of them. I mean, like nobody could be the Lauren and Cameron. Let's be honest. It's impossible. <laughs> impossible bar. Yeah. What do you think just- of them, Scally? So I also had pretty low expectations coming in here. I was ready for this. Did not get that, though. They seem to just be like completely happy and blissful and amazing. And I think that that's like a number of things where like, yeah, just being on a TV show in general, it's going to be stressful and having your life filmed and like that's going to put on added pressure, let alone Mm -hmm. the decision of having to decide if you're getting married to someone in three weeks. Um, Like I can stand in a store for an hour and deciding between two different color grays for a sweatshirt so like it's like there's so many things that you think about like oh my god this is one of the biggest life changes that they're ever going to have you know you would think and so it's so easy to put a lot of pressure especially with danielle dealing with like anxiety and everything else on Mm -hmm. top of that and then once it actually happens and the cameras go away and you're like oh 
this is normal (laughs) like it can have like you know some small arguments pop up here and there i'm glad to see that they have not been to the frequency and or uh seemingly the uh extent that they had on the show (laughs) but it's just like once that pressure is off i feel like everything else just seems to calm down around it and so i'm happy to see that with them and it could be you know with them saying the looming uh, like the weddings looming over their relationship, you know, maybe that did help a, a, a few of Danielle's insecurities with thinking that Nick liked or yeah, Nick, yeah, <laughs> thinking that <laughs> thinking that Nick likes her because like okay, well now we're married, you know, I wouldn't have gotten married to you if I didn't like you a little bit, you know, so maybe that helps with like you know all the questioning she had that that we at least saw. So good for them, right? Like, if they're happy, I'm happy for them. Proud of them. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm interested to see if we ever get to check in on these couples, like how they're doing, especially if we film like a couple days with them again. Mm -hmm. Uh, How does that go? But uh, as of right now, I think like good for them. Great. Excited to see, uh, you know, once they pop up on my for you page every so often. Right. I mean, for all we know, they may have just normalized all of the arguing that they do. Who knows? You know, no one knows people's relationships like they do. Um, Mm -hmm. So we'll see. Yeah, I'm sure it'll creep on our for you pages. Um, But then we uh, we put the car in reverse and went back to Mallory and Salary. Why do I keep doing that? Mallory, Mallory and Salary. <laughs> I was rolling with it. I like it. Yeah, yeah I like it. That was good. So, um, I thought it was funny that Nick Lachey was like, from one musician to another, that was truly some great music. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you have to call that out. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. he, did, he called that out. And then he talks about uh, Sal's like, look, there are things that happen between us that I don't really feel comfortable talking about because it's pointless now. Which is actually like a pretty mature, healthy way. I mean, I know it doesn't bring the drama, but it's very (laughs) mature to be like, look, our relationship's over. It doesn't, we don't really need to drag up old issues, Mm -hmm. especially, and I think that this is the main point, when they weren't on the show. Like, with all the other couples, they can point to moments and be like, you know, Sal, how would you feel about watching the conversation or whatever? But with this, it seems like for whatever reason, I don't know if they were just timing their arguments really well after the <laughs> camera crew left or whatever. They weren't on the show and they did include some some other people. So they both say like they, they shared a strong connection, but were very different. And so we got into a lot of arguments based on how we didn't communicate. And and then Sal gets some closure by by saying like he felt kind of unheard during those a lot of ar- during a lot of those arguments, um, which mm-hmm. I think is also something that is kind of useful when having these conversations with an ex where it's like, even though we're not together and this isn't going to benefit our relationship, I want you to understand, like, I don't know if you guys have have either felt this way where it's like, sometimes you date someone and then you're like, yeah, I just like, I want them to realize the things that they did that hurt me, even though it doesn't matter anymore. It's like, just so that maybe they don't do it in the future or that they mm-hmm. learn something or so mm-hmm. that I can feel like my experience and that my like, you know, uh, pain or my sadness or whatever like um, I don't know can do some good or like that it doesn't go unnoticed I guess yeah and so I kind of I kind of get that when he's talking about that yeah I've had breakups in the past where I'm like I I no longer care so I want to end it but I need you to know 
why this is happening. So like, make sure you understand, like long conversations, like you understand that I did not like this. It made me feel this way. Um, But which is different, by the way, from some things we'll talk about in the future, which mm-hmm. are just someone piling on and piling on after someone has already said, I get it. True. Yeah. So it's, during, or go ahead. Yeah. I, I was just going to say with Sal and Mallory, I think if I was like being won over by any couple like in the real time, it was this one because we didn't see that many of the disagreements. I felt mm-hmm. like Mallory expressed like a little bit of hesitation once they first arrived in Mexico and then we really only got happy scenes from there and so like never mind uh, like Sal I feel like unresolved about how this went like like, what happened like why and so like I get that it is mature and like great to like not want to dredge up old feelings but I feel like there was a way that we could have like addressed this a little bit because I feel like we left the show and they were going to talk and see if they can do anything. And then we get here and they're barely looking at each other and don't really right. want to address anything. So like, it's just like a weird disconnect for me where they're not the same, like two that I saw on the show mm-hmm. through the edited version throughout. And that's just like, not my favorite in terms yeah. of like how I'm closing the book on them. Mm-hmm. So ideally I would have liked if we didn't have to go through like, Oh, so this argument happened and then this argument happened. But yeah. like, yeah, like Sal saying he felt unheard. Like that's kind of like the general like topic that I more would want to just be like, these were the problems in our relationship. We, this is why we didn't work out. And then we're good moving forward. Like that's all that I wanted. And it's the line between people who they, they followed the format of the experience and the experiment very well. They were not, however, particularly great at also giving the reality show anything yes mm-hmm. and that's where you need a happy medium because I, I do feel like i watch them and i'm like oh i get it like you 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 want to protect your i don't know your your image and you you don't want to you know you don't want to be either one of them and like throw big uh things at the other person and then you know get slandered on twitter for it like you don't want mm-hmm. you don't want to put yourself in that position but at the same time come on you got you're giving us nothing Exactly. Absolutely Um, nothing. I I think this would have been a perfect opportunity for Vanessa or Nick Lachey to say Vanessa or Nick, the host. Not (laughs) not the other person who's going to interrupt, but Vanessa or Nick. Yes. Perfect opportunity to just be like, okay, well, I know you're not gonna get into everything, but at least one thing. What's one thing that the people at home don't know that, you know, caused, you know, this to happen? Because Mm. it looked up optimistic. You know, so yeah, that would have helped. We'll, ne- we'll never get it. It's okay. Um, yeah. Well, just I, I, you know, I, like I felt like more often than like just pushing the tiniest little bit, it would be like them jumping in with like, we don't have to talk about this if you don't want to. And it's like, yeah, I feel like that's kind of why we're here personally. <laughs> um, <laughs> so like, I'm assuming you're getting an appearance fee, like let's work for it. So it's not like <laughs> ideal. I understand. And like, you want to like be nice and helpful with this cast, but uh, I could have used just a tiny bit more pushing. Yeah. So then we get this um, unwanted, recognizable voice. May I? Um, I, I just have. I want to. I just want to say a couple things. Your situation with Jared was an uncomfortable thing. Number two, your ex girlfriend is that's going to sour the relationship. I'm like, 
Shake, why are you saying these two things? First of all, we've already kind of gotten into both of these. The, I feel like the ex situation, there's nothing more that needs to be said. I feel like we kind of understood, even though it was kind of vague on the episode. I feel like we get the point. She didn't like that the ex was involved in the family and he was trying to downplay their relationship. We already talked about the Jared and, and, and Mallory situation. So what what are you adding here? Because all this does is kind of spark everyone like, shut up, Shake. You know, Natalie's like, who are you to say this? And then he's like, look, we're at a reunion. This is what we're supposed to do. And Natalie had to remind him, no, we we're here to share our experiences, and our thoughts on like what happened. And he's like, well, I just feel like there's some y'all were some real people that turned fake. And Jared's like, no, you were fake. And Shake thinks he's the realist. And it was just like, why is this happening? <sighs> it was <laughs> that's it's, all. That's, yeah. It, it's yeah. Just, it's, seeing Shane like just physically collapse into his lap every time (laughs) Shake opens his mouth is so funny to me because he's just like of course they sat him right next to him where he's just dealing with it and like I'm so surprised he didn't get up and move seats yep (laughs) like collectively the entire group every time Shake opens his mouth like shut up none of us care (laughs) but but Shane himself is just like having a physical meltdown (laughs) every single time ah like, and again, I get it. I, I sometimes understand what Shake is saying. I do not approve. Do not approve. But like, yes. I understand where he, when he's like, he's watched dating shows and he thinks the reunion is the time to just like each person air whatever dirty laundry they want and call out whatever Twitter's thinking, which is true on some dating shows. But this is my happy place. This is my real <laughs> dating show. Get out of here, Shake. This is where I want. I want people talking about why relationships realistically do and don't work. This is my favorite part about this show. On other reality dating shows, they put them somewhere where it's like a perfect scenario and they date and then they end up coming home and things fall apart because, oh, look at this. Real life is not the same as being on Fantasy Island or whatever. And and that that's why I like this show because they put them in the real situation. It's escalated for sure and it's sped up. But Shake, the first part I think annoyed me the most where he was like, your ex soured the relationship. What are you giving them dating advice for? <laughs> they know why their relationship like, you know, had issues. They don't need you who watched the tiny little clip to come tell them that. And like, what's like, what are you going to get? The best you're going to get from them is being like, yes, you're right. <laughs> bringing up my ex like shout, soured this situation shake um, all knowing shake all knowing uh but, yeah it was very frustrating and then and then when people start calling him out that's when he has the gall to be like can we get this back on track right <laughs> you're the one who derailed us <laughs> of all people of all of people, all people. <laughs> I have never been more frustrated in it. I thought I thought watching Danielle talk about how she needed needed her friends to be able to dance on the table. I thought that was my breaking point. This is it. <laughs> this is my new breaking point. Yes. But so because he won't shut up, like literally has the inability to, to close his mouth. They finally transition to Shake and Deep D. And I was just like, you know, I I knew it was going to be rough for Deep D to like look back and see all of these things because it's just like, I just know when you're in a situation, you're just like, oh, why did I do that? Like, why was I ever in a position of like she said, why was I ever in a position to respect this man when she sees everything else? So 
they give us, you know, the gross things he said in the pods. We we see him telling Jared uh, that he feels like Deepthi is his aunt, which on a podcast Deepthi was on, she did say that right after that conversation with Jared and Shake, Jared said, look, this is what he just said about you. He is not the guy for you. So, so much respect to Jared because people are like, why did Jared laugh? Well, he went right to Deep D and said, look, that's this is that's not the guy for you. Um, And so we get Shake's explanation of, you know, marriage is not that different from a huge purchase. You know, you got to read the fine print. And it was just like. He he was standing ten toes down on his stance of how how he went into this and how it it was right. And Vanessa said, "Look, it's Frank. You weren't you weren't on the right show." And this is where he's no. Well, you know, I want love to be a little blurry, not so blind. So before we dive into the rest of it, this what did you think on just his just trying to validate his behavior? He, okay, Shake, you're not wrong that most people dating like to have some physical attraction. You're not wrong about that. And while using the term purchase is, I don't know, the worst metaphor you could have come up with for <laughs> marriage, um, it like yes it it's a it's a big deal that most people have a have a idea of or a checklist or or goals they would like to hit with their significant other that's all true that's not the show it's <laughs> not the show you're on and you can like you know cry till the cows come home about how you feel justified in wanting to make sure that someone was your physical type that's great there's a perfect little app for you that I believe is called <laughs> Tinder. Right. Try that for a change. You can start with the physical and try to add the emotional later. Love is blurry. What is that? Okay. Have you seen, have you seen Natalie's Instagram where it now says love is blurry season two? Do love no. that. I thought that was hilarious. Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. Uh, Scally, take it away. Okay. The thing is, if Shake came into this process and truly wanted to try it and came to the conclusion eventually that I wanted this to work, it obviously didn't. I realized about myself that there are things I need to work on, but ultimately I don't think this process would ever work for me. That's fine. Like he yeah. could have said, like, I tried it and I did no, want it to work and it didn't. And I realized that it didn't. But mm-hmm. the thing is that it was very obvious that he came in from like day dot was never interested in actually going through this process the way that it was intended. And so that's the problem for me where yeah. like you came in knowing that this isn't what you wanted, whereas you didn't like discover that. And so like those are two very different things. Very true. Yeah, because it it just was like you he's explaining that how he should have been on a different show. He's explaining how this was not the right thing, but thinking, no, but I want to have the emotional connection. So this should be the show that's right for me. But I was so glad that Vanessa called that out because, yeah, you know, this isn't too hot to handle. Like, what what are you doing? But then they transition there or they continue on. And this is where Shake explains, look, I find every woman in here beautiful, but the only one that I'm attracted to is Vanessa. What? (laughs) 
Vanessa, the woman who just told you that all you wanted to do was find somebody to have sex with. And she said it in a very different way, but she was being very (laughs) frank. She's like, look, that's all you wanted to do. And he says, she's how did, how did Nick not just jump up and um, do something? I, I love the fact that this is a show and I know it's a Netflix show, so they, they don't have to worry about like language or anything like that. I love that this is a show where the host felt comfortable just like going off on one of the, <laughs> the <laughs> like that was great. Um, I don't know. I mean, Nikki is going to immediately follow this up by telling shake that, um, that he's basically talking about humans like they're animals. Uh, and, and yes, yeah, like I think what Shake wanted was Love is Blind, where he happened to also find someone who he was incredibly attracted to. Yeah. And if you want to get mad at, at Shayna for leading, um, for leading Kyle on, you've got to throw the exact same thing at Shake. But there is still a tiny part of me that feels like I think Shake would have married Deepti if she said yes. Like I think that mm-hmm. he would be okay with it. I think that that was not the breaking point. It was just the horrible way that he talked about her and like got there. Yes. Realize that it was going to have an effect on her and her opinion. This for me, there's so many parts to break down. <laughs> Where, uh, like when he's like, they're all beautiful, but I'm not attracted to them. I like, <gasps> and then she says, I'm only attracted to Vanessa. And then I, like Shane, fell out of my chair. <laughs> and was just like, I could not believe it. Nick follows it up with the vet joke. And then Shake is like, oh, the vet community is going to be very upset with you, Nick Lachey. I was like, every community is upset with you, Shake. <laughs> like, what? what to speak? Every, you have offended everyone. <laughs> the vet community is tweeting out, we do not uh, own Shake. He is not a part of us. <laughs> we disavow Shake. Yes. <laughs> we are not going to stand by him. <laughs> yes. I don't know that man. I've never uh. seen that man. Oh, yeah, it it was just, it's just, but this, I had a problem with this whole segment because like, you know, they have spent so much time on shake at this point during this segment. And then it wasn't until Natalie says like, you know, they, they know everything that he said about her and she's beautiful inside and out. And then you have people chiming in and then that's when shakes like, okay, yeah, I'm the villain. She's the goddess. And and it, he's basically just like trying to just nonchalantly accept defeat. Like, okay, I'm the bad guy or whatever. But yes, they did not focus one. I think because they, I feel like they were distracted by all the terrible, like just him chiming in the whole time. Just like, okay, let's just go at him. Right. That's what I think Vanessa and Nick were, were, were thinking because we didn't focus on their relationship. Like you said, Mary, he would have said yes. We didn't focus on that. They could have said, look, you look like you were about to say yes on decision day or not decision day. Falling into my marriage at first sight. (laughs) You're going to say yes at the altar. I do. So why? What change? Like what change? What what was going on that, you know, you went into this with horrible intentions and then now you were ready to marry her. So what about your relationship worked? And why do you feel that she didn't want to continue that? And it, it was all focused on just him being a horrible person, which he is. But and 
you know, the more and more I'm thinking about this, I think you're right. I think they saw the first drop and that's why so much of this was fueled by like what happened in the pods or Mexico and less so of what happened after that because yeah, like there was very little posed like questions posed to Deep D about mm-hmm. like her opinions on it um or like directly to him why do you think Deep D said no? Like, come yes. up and g- give me a reason. Because either you're going to look like a complete fool by trying to put this on her, or you're going to have to own something that you did. And we never really got there um, yeah. at any point. We, we do have a lot of people uh, supporting Deep D. I mean, even when they're saying like that she's a goddess and stuff, like true, but. I think that they're kind of missing the point or like nobody was really even bringing up like she put up with so much yeah, and she was still there for you in these moments. And Shake clearly was viewing the dating process as a completely one-sided decision that only he needed to make. Mm-hmm. And the thing is when he's like, I get it. She's a goddess. You can all villainize me. It's like, mm, sir, You're a they have all said <laughs> that they know way more about you. And none of them have spoken out on what you've said. None of yes. them have gone on social media. None of them have dropped it on this reunion. And I have looked, I have been sleuthing, <laughs> trying to find out. I am nosy. I want to know how much should I dislike this man? <laughs> and it's not out there. So it's not like any of them are really like the active mo- like motivation between him being a villain to the audience like it's all him <laughs> he's yeah. the only one and this reunion didn't help <laughs> right. my friend Ugh. Ugh, it's all you like you were responsible for your actions uh it, it it's and then like we finally get like where he's been just like digging this grave the whole time he finally realizes like he somehow created a step to come out of the hole a little bit and like puts his foot on it. Cause he's like, okay, I do realize I should have handled this differently, but it's just like, no, you're too far gone to now realize you've handled things differently. And, and he's going to say this is jumping ahead, but he's going to say that in the like final wrap up mm-hmm. when they go around to each person. He's like, I've learned so much about myself and how I should handle <laughs> it doesn't mean anything when you just said it at the end of a reunion show where everyone's been calling out your faults. Growth arc. <laughs> growth arc. You know what? I was right to be skeptical with the episode two growth arc that we had yeah. from, from him. <laughs> oh. Yes. The problem is that he. He came into this thinking this show is a joke, right? And then once he sees everyone explain their love stories, everyone show some heartache, everyone showing that they really fell in love with these people. Like after what we're about to talk about with uh, Natalie and Shane, like how do you not, you know, realize that real feelings were developed in here? And I think once he realized going through the whole cast that this happened, he's like, oh, shoot. Okay, well... You know, this was the wrong show for me. <laughs> like, no, too late. Uh, I don't when, know if you've seen the uh, Shake like fan club Instagram account that is around, and like a real the thing? It, there is an account that is like it's not. I'm not Shake. I'm the fan club. And there's a lot of rumors that allegedly it may be Shake himself. Um, <laughs> and, I mean, nothing screams more uh, more of person doing something than saying, it's not me, I promise. I promise yep. it's not me, guys. 
he's reposting all the content on his own story it's like attacking other cast members and like trying to villainize them which is like what he's also doing on this reunion show so the behavior displayed is similar if it is true allegedly uh which is just more fun to think that it is also (laughs) it's just like oh my god this is embarrassing (laughs) like to be continuing this outside of the show and it's it's fine to be a villain if you actually own it it's not you're not owning being a villain if you if you're like oh fine fine poor me everything i do is wrong i'm always the worst yeah yeah that's fine i own it <laughs> that's not it's like that's like playing the, the villain victim yeah like, that's a thing uh trust yeah. me i did it as a kid with my mom oh i know everything i do is the worst i'm the worst i know it's just me poor me yeah i've been there i own that i did that when i was a child remind me to text my mom after this and apologize for my poor behavior as a kid (sighs) you're you're you were behaving the same as a 32 year old shake shake (laughs) that i feel feel better about myself (laughs) i was like 12 so it's right right Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Before we moved, I guess before we went on to Natalie and Shane, they went back to Kyle and Shayna to, I guess, reconfirm the reason that she wasn't into him. And she said she was already hesitant. Before she saw him, she thinks she's, he's a handsome guy. She said it really just came down to not religion, but her relationship with God. And um, this is where we get the bombshell that Kyle said his biggest regret, nothing to do with his relationship with Shayna, but he should have proposed to Deep Tea. Did, <laughs> did we get one conversation no. of them conversing in the pods? <laughs> no. And based on now, this is just me looking at the edit. Based on Deep D's expression at that point, I don't think Kyle had a chance with Deep D either. I mean, maybe that's just me. And maybe, maybe if he had spent more time in the pods, and maybe he like this seems like a retroactive like. Oh, I wish I had been freed up to to talk about talk to Deep D more. Like, proposed to her? Were you close? And if you were, he said he loves her. And or you know like oh you know the casual oh I love her she's great but there they have been hanging out a lot in real fine. life good for them good for them yeah. what happened to the Sal and Deep D rumors can we go back to that one that was one picture <laughs> that's, that's one picture agreed. because for me and I've even there was an article I think Deep D uh, I don't know if it was people or who she spoke to recently where she said like for me it really was between Shake and Kyle like it was not one sided like we did really have these conversations seems weird because 
love is blind loves these like love triangle little storyline mm-hmm. they put yeah. on i mean i know supposedly someone also also uh proposed to natalie yeah also and they mm-hmm. didn't show that because they thought it was too boring where i'm just stretch the pod episodes out i want to see more i want to see more people uh so when they show up on like future projects i actually know who they are um but <laughs> it's just deep deep run <laughs> like we could do better <laughs> i'm sorry i love deep d kyle's fine he's there um but just uh we don't need to rush into this have you i'm just take a just a little sneak peek at his instagram i'm looking it's I'm just nice right it's now. just nice it's just nice to the like the the visual is nice take the Look, personality out of it i think that kyle <laughs> Um, seems like a person who who would be a, a, a great partner to someone. Um, seems like someone who would who would go pretty all in on them. Um, which is which is great. Um, you, now I know that you you all spent this time in this unique experience that no one is, no one else experienced. That does not mean that you have to find your person <laughs> from that cast pool. You can if it works. Look, I will be here over here supporting it. I'm a deep D stand through and through. So <laughs> it, it'll be fine. And the picture of, of her with, with all the all the men minus Shake is really great. That's a good picture. Yeah. Um, loving this one. We, we should have had them stand up at least once during this reunion because we, we haven't talked about this enough. The outfits were on point with everyone. Yes. Like, it looked really great. She's got this very beautiful, sparkly blue dress. Um, everyone looked, looked really great. Yeah. To what you were just saying about the like Natalie getting proposed to. I'm sorry. You were upset that Shane might have been dating multiple people and you were dating someone who clearly felt close enough that they <laughs> wanted to propose. So I don't know. I don't know if it was a hard no from her or if she was just like a whoa, dude, read the room. We're not there yet. <laughs> you know, it could have been one of those situations. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's what it was supposedly. I think they said it was like very early on in the process. And she was like, whoa, this is yeah. uh, nowhere near there. But uh, regardless, I wanted to see it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. And so when when uh, when Kyle said this, that he you know would have wanted to propose to Deepthi, Shake's like, whoa, I love that. I'm happy to facilitate. Can you stop? Like at any moment, he's trying to have uh, whatever. Stop inserting yourself where right. you're not, where you do not belong. Um, so yeah. then, yeah, we move forward to Natalie and Shane. Um, this this was a really serious segment because you know he's apologized a million times for that night, but she feels like that night changed everything. Um, she starts crying and she feels like it was a wake up call that they had bigger issues that they needed to work through and. Um, you know, this is kind of where, you know, I felt good about Shane up to this point, because at this moment, he's like, look, I feel like you're kind of you you don't feel bad about anything you've done. And he's basically trying to get her to apologize for making him say the things that he said that night and take some ownership in her part in that night. But, you know, it it came all came down to like the validation thing and the compliments and and so she's crying and she feels bad. And, you know, we find out they tried to give it another shot, but it was too fresh. She couldn't move past that that big argument. So they didn't they didn't work out. But what do you think about Shane in this piece? 
Yeah, I was really, I was really feeling pretty good about Shane up until this point, which I knew was coming because I saw the clip that was mm-hmm. out there. The part that got it for me was the moment where, you know, he says he owns up to what he did, but he feels like she hasn't taken any of the blame, which I, it's hard to tell with this, whether or not this is like a social media fueled thing. Has he been getting a ton of hate and he feels like, you know, that he just doesn't want to feel like a villain, like wants Mm -hmm. to, you know, he he wants to admit that he did some things wrong, but it kind of feels like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't love it if what he's saying is like, you provoked me into being angry and therefore I said bad things. Like, there's no excuse for the things that you say. You have to, you, there was like a, one of those, you know, like those little Instagram story posts where it's like a little cute picture with a little fancy writing that's like some kind of inspirational quote. Saw one of those ones that really spoke to me, which was like, (laughs) you, like, you are entitled to your emotional reaction, but you're not entitled to how you make like the the damage you do with that emotional reaction, basically. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, yeah, he is entitled to say like, I, you upset me and therefore this is why I did something hurtful. But you're not entitled to the fact that you hurt her with those things, if that makes sense. And that was something that uh, I, I felt a deep connection to for many reasons. But but with him, I was like, it's it's yeah, I think it's probably reasonable that she probably did say some things and we saw the montage on the show that like upset you. It's not great that you don't have a great verbal way of communicating that without then just sort of throwing things back at her. But the part that really bugged me was when he was saying this and then she says, I'm sure that your anger came from somewhere and I know it was probably me being frustrating or not making you feel appreciated. That's kind of her owning it and like yes. a, and, and like basically getting to the apology and he kind of he does this like face and he's like mm, oh like is, mm, is that enough though <laughs> and then and and he's like mm, I just feel like you're not owning it I'm like that's exactly what she's doing not only is she owning it I'm like girl you don't need to apologize for all of these things like don't don't make him feel like he's allowed to react in anger just because you might have frustrated him like anyway i digress i just i came into the wedding days and truly thought shane and natalie have the most chemistry (laughs) like this is going to happen it is probably going to end not so great eventually but it just came sooner than I thought it would. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I thought that they were going to be married. I thought that they had great chemistry, but not long-term compatibility. And I'm glad that they figured it out before the wedding, especially just like Shane needs to be told that he's a good boy at all times. And <laughs> it's just like unfortunate, but it's what he's looking for. Even in this moment, just like I am taking responsibility, but just like, don't make it seem like I'm not also good. And it's like, okay, like Shane, we get it. We need to come. They are not together in this moment at the reunion. Right. And she says, you know, he's like, I feel like I'm being made out to be bad to be the bad guy. And she says, I don't think that our situation is like a necessarily a good guy, bad guy thing. Like, I think we have issues communicating. And he's like, see, I just I feel like that's the kind of thing that you need to say more. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm trying to read into it, being like, does he mean that that he wants her to say that like publicly, like on Twitter, so that he doesn't get hate, or is he like still searching for this woman who he's not with to to like 
give him those compliments, even though they're not together. Right. I mean, I think it's both. <laughs> like, there's a moment where, and I will talk where, like, we talk to other people about, like, what do you think about um, Natalie and Shane? And Nicholas Shea is like, does it feel good to, like, hear these things? And he can't mm-hmm. even get out of his mouth before Shane is like, of course, it feels so good to hear compliments. Yeah. Like, I love hearing <laughs> that compliments. That's fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. Uh, like, like I, I do feel like they're like like Scally's saying, I think they have a lot of chemistry and I think they do like each other. And I think that there is there's a world in which they could make this work. But, you know, there's so much growth that needs to happen mm-hmm. on Shane's part maturity wise. And I think that he is someone who would benefit from, like we mentioned um, a few episodes ago with with the like couples therapy option like having that third party there to -hmm. help them facilitate some of these conversations because if really all it takes is if they found a strategy of communicating um you know and and i I don't want to my inclination of course with with who i identify with is to be like go girls all these meta scum like that's you know (laughs) that's my inclination but but i'm trying to be fair here And and i think that natalie like also needs to understand that if she wants to be with him and he needs constant compliments to like function then like you have to be willing to do that and he's not going to take the jokey you know ribs he's not going to handle that and like so that's your compromise you need to you need to change the way that maybe you talk about that but I, I think that they would work well from having that third party because I think that he does work well from having like the Nick and Vanessa here facilitating this and i think that he probably did learn some things from actually watching the show but but yeah. i you know i i mean i think most people yeah they most people don't view themselves like like he said as the bad guy most people who have issues in relationships probably feel like there there are things that they can open up to but also things that they feel misunderstood about and i'm sure that that's how he feels here so mm-hmm. i i get it but it is brutal watching natalie in these moments like yes uh, like I go back and forth because I'm like, she's the one that said no at the wedding. And so she's the one that did hold her ground. And I feel give her such props for that. But she also I can see like the moments where she's like, I just need to make this guy not angry with me. It's like, uh, you know, Uh, it's hard. I think they're just and keeping in mind also that Shane is grieving the loss of his father while going through this experience mm-hmm. True. is True. so heavy and like I don't feel like it's talked about but probably not considered enough mm-hmm. in that like I do feel like if they had met in three years and maybe Shane had dated someone else and learned a few lessons and like know how to communicate a little better and maybe didn't have exactly all of these expectations maybe this works out but yeah. unfortunately for right now, I don't think the timing is good and uh, they're better off apart. Yeah, it's unfortunate because you you can tell that there is genuine love for each other. And I bet that is the most most frustrating part. They can't they're like what? Why can't we make it work? Because we do like we have the love for each other. We just can't make it happen. Like it's just it they're they're not equipped to make it happen and like you said yeah couples therapy could do wonders for them but i don't know maybe it's just some personalities too- aren't meant to be yeah 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 and and natalie does does own up that like she feels like when they did try to give it a second shot like that she had a really hard time letting go of the fight and that yeah. she she did hold it against him which <clears throat> you know it's I I don't know what the right thing to do in those situations are. Do you need to completely talk it out or do you need to just sort of move on from it and hope it doesn't happen? I don't know. I, 
I'm not sure. Um, yeah. So may- maybe it was for the best, but there's like a, a very small window. I feel like that was still opened with like when they went to the the Nick Nick uh, Thompson Nick Nick and Danielle's Nick, not Nick Lachey. <laughs> when when they go to him and he's like, you know, I love these two individually. I'm still so close to Shane, and like I want them both to be happy. And and if it's with each other, like even better. So I'm like, I feel like they're still trying to like keep that door a little bit open mm, and there's oh. their instagram <laughs> Sally doesn't want it their instagram <laughs> their instagram posts make it seem like that door is not fully closed it seems like we i still love this person we have great history it's not just like oh i wish them the best <laughs> you know it's just like whether it's meant for us to be together or not you know it's i i just i don't think that they are completely done. I feel like if there is a point where they both at the same time want to revisit this once time has passed, they possibly would. Not saying that's for the best, but it pro- it could possibly happen. Um, mm-hmm. I just... When we brought up Nick, I'm gonna say <laughs> I felt like Nick of Nick and Danielle, a uh, bigger producer on the show than Nick Lachey at times. <laughs> like yeah, it's just very much like I understand the inclination to like want to know everything that's going on, whatever. But mm-hmm. he's like, I just feel so sad for them, and I just wish they were together. When like I remember scenes earlier in the season, where he's like, "Did you hear how Natalie did yes, this?" Like so messy. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, exactly. You were instigating things, so <laughs> yeah. I am mm, still wary of Nick at times here, even if he tears up a little bit. Right. Yeah. I don't. I don't fully trust him. Um, <laughs> like I wouldn't tell him my relationship drama um, at all. <laughs> so. Um, but then we have this like very unnatural transition into Shane and Shayna, where it was like, okay, we just had this very heartfelt situation with Natalie and Shane, but then we're going to move on to Jared and Ayana. But it's like we have this small window of trying to see if they're there was anything with Shane and Shayna. And so Vanessa asked like, you know, okay, well on this topic of you and someone, basically, what about you and Shayna? Have y'all seen each other? And the, how physically uncomfortable Shane got when this question was asked made me uncomfortable. I was like, whoa, whoa, why, why are we talking about this? Shane just immediately did not want to speak a word. He, he ends up just not responding to Vanessa and Vanessa has to transition to Shayna. And Shayna's like, I don't know why he's acting like this. We're just friends. Like, we've seen each other once. Or she didn't even say once, but she's like, we've seen each other before today, but we're just friends. So Do y'all looking, believe it? Well, looking at Shane's Instagram, uh-huh. which I was just doing, <laughs> um, Shane does say, like, under his post where they do the, like, famous people picture of the couple from behind that means that we broke up <laughs> thing. Um it, all about Natalie, but at the very bottom, it's like, and to put rumors to rest, me and Shayna have met up a couple times, only like in full cast events with Natalie also there. We are cordial, but it will never, nor has ever been anything romantic, you know. <laughs> um, I, I think the way I read it, maybe read, read it, the way <laughs> I read the situation here was, um, I think Shane thought they were about to ask him about the confrontation that Shayna did like Mm. on the, on the, at the beach party or whatever it was. Um, 
And I think that he like just didn't want to talk about that, maybe. And then she was like, wait, I, I think they're just asking if we're if we're a thing. I, it's cool. We can just like not say this. But um, yeah, I, I think that that is probably what it was that maybe he just didn't want to get into some kind of deeper drama and break down another scene. Um, yeah. Because we that was definitely a heavily edited segment. Uh, and so I think that there was probably maybe a lot more we didn't see there. Um, that's my guess. Mm-hmm. It was funny when Shayna's like, I just want to make it sure we didn't date at all after this. And Vanessa's like, I didn't imply that. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. I watched this twice and it felt like you did both times. <laughs> so, or at least you asked the question. <laughs> um, so uh, good to know. Plausible deniability. <laughs> you deny yeah, it. I can't get you. <laughs> yeah, Shayna's just like, not romantically. No, 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 no. I wasn't even saying that. <laughs> like, wait. But like, yeah, on the you romance said, show? On the- on <laughs> Why are we asking the question then, Vanessa? Yeah, Vanessa <laughs> own it, girl. This is all about owning it. <laughs> it's like you're like ask somebody like, oh, would you be like interested in like seeing a movie? And they're like, oh, no, I, I wouldn't want to like go out on a date with you. Like, oh, no, I wasn't. I wasn't saying like we were going on a date to see a movie just together. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just like, no, of course not. Why would you? Why would you even would, think that? I would never even see that movie. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Oh, Movies gross. Yeah. So that was that was a funny moment because I was just like, I guess if they didn't touch on it, then when were they? They weren't going to do it in the closing segments. Um, it should have been addressed earlier on, but then she wanted to get to the meat of Natalie and Shane just in case they have really were trying to make things work because we hadn't gotten that explanation yet. So it was an awkward segment. Um, But then we kind of close with Jared and Ayana and just about how marriage is hard, but they're learning, they're growing. Um, He realized the things he was doing prior to marriage. He's, he's realizing that he couldn't allow those to creep into his marriage. He was actively making changes. They're finding their balance. And we find out that they did have sex in marriage in Mexico one time. I oh. forgot. I forgot this was a thing that we didn't think had happened. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, is this news? I need to go look at my notes. I remember a couple people who were waiting, but right. <laughs> what I wasn't sure about. Um, but you know, good for them. Like, hey, they're they're making it work. They've been compromising. Love to hear that word compromise. That's great. Yes. Uh they've learned a lot. Everything they said really, really screams to me like we we basically we dated we started dating yes. <laughs> and we, we learned how it is to date <laughs> right mm-hmm. after we got married yeah it's great though good for them yeah. I'm glad to yeah. see it they, yes they do look happy I liked Jared was very cleaned up um, he looked really nice she looked beautiful they looked great together um, so I'm happy for them I don't hate Jared, Jason Reed. Just no, so you we, know. We have nothing against Jared. We just wanted <laughs> to see it. And now here we are. It's been a year. And we have seen it. And we have seen it. <laughs> Would love the the three-year check-in. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. There's no other couple you could have ended on. I'm just like very happy with them. I like that they're being like realistic about like there are struggles we have, but we mm-hmm. just come back into the middle and like He's doing a little less of what he wanted to do. I'm doing a little less of what I wanted to do all of the time. And it works. We're both really happy with that. So I am encouraged for this relationship and hoping to see a positive three-year check-in. Yeah. And sometimes just a skeptic when it comes to like, 
like I'm now a person, I don't know when I became so horrible, but <laughs> when I watch, like if it's like a, a some sort of romance or rom-com or whatever that's set in high school where the culmination of the movie or the series of movies is like graduation and they make it seem like if you at the end of graduation, like get with your significant other, then like it'll last forever. I'm like, guys, you're going to college. Like, <laughs> come on. Like, this is not, this is not like <laughs> you haven't accomplished something just by still being together at the end of high school. And I, I'm like, wow, Mary, when did you turn into such a horrible cynic? <laughs> Let the young people have love. Um, but they're doing great. I'm so happy to see it. <laughs> yes. So that, that was the reunion. Um, we did get a preview for a new show from the creators of Love is Blind called The Ultimatum, where six couples, one, six couples are going to be put through this test. One is ready for marriage. One is not so ready for marriage. And they're going to swipe, swap, swap partners and live together for three weeks and then decide if they want to stay with the person that they have been with or if they um, want to split forever. And I'm in, and I tell you this right now, if I'm ever with someone and I'm ready for marriage and they're not, and the only way for us to be together is to go on a show, we're done. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I have this really great idea. We should date other people on reality TV. Is what we could do. <laughs> right. Oh, yes. It yeah. looks like it's going to be a hot mess of fun. Yes, <laughs> it, it it does. And it premieres April 6th. So looking forward to that. It's going to be on Netflix. Yeah. And I guess the catch with this show of the way that they make sure the couples are serious is you have to have already dated someone for a long time. Like if, if a couple comes on here, who's like, we've been together for three months and yeah. one of us wants to, I'm like, get off my TV. You're just here for the clout. <laughs> Go away. Uh, uh, see, I'm going to watch it. My question is <laughs> deep D and Kyle on season two or <laughs> <laughs> like, can we make it happen? There, there oh have God. been other rumors with Natalie and Sal, but that, th- that's tick the TikTok investigators going based off of like one picture she posted. And so I don't there's there's not much uh like I guess depth there, but with Kyle and Deep D, they're definitely like he's been doing like the sneak peek thing of like, oh, I'm hanging out with somebody, and then there's been a shot of them. I don't know, was it a soccer game, some type of sports event where <laughs> <laughs> they were like together like it was the cast together but specifically Kyle and Deepy were having a lot of conversations so mm-hmm. I don't know all I know is I don't go to events with a group and only take a picture with like one other person unless I'm <laughs> trying to say something right <laughs> well, let's, well let's just let's get a group pick and then let's I don't know let's just like maybe get one with just the two of us you know <laughs> just, just for fun let's just mix it up just for fun right. it'll be so fun yeah it'll be so cute <laughs> no reason I, I mean <laughs> why Why would I mean I wasn't trying to take a picture with you for any reason like, no, no, no no why would you why would you think anything I mean it's just like it's fine. Right. I like the idea that he's taking one-on-one pictures with everyone, but only posting with DT. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's let's each take one, and we'll see what happens. Yeah. Okay. Well, you you are lying if you haven't done that move before. Okay. Now some individual shots. Okay, you and come on, come on, Brad. You want to take one with me, don't you? Like, this is fine. I'll also take one with Sally. But like first us, and then yeah, oh, but, oops, but, I mean, but this is 
is just the one where we looked the best. Like, come on, we just have to post the the best one. You don't want to post that many. You can't have right. you can't have that many pictures. Come and the on. one with you and Sally never sees the light of day. Mm. Never sees the light. Of day. <laughs> and um, it was never going to right. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, that oh, you is- blinked, Sally. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's just, oh, it's, it's fine. It's fine. It's bl- but she's like it's blurry though. It's, 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 it's okay. fine. We don't have time. We don't have time. <laughs> Love is blurry. Love is blurry. Love is blurry. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so that's the reunion. We did it. Um, thanks for joining us, Scally. Oh, thank you for having me. I, like I said, was so excited too, and it's been even more fun than I expected. Yes. Uh, where can people find you? Uh, anything that I'm doing will be over on Twitter at Brian underscore Scally. Uh, I did the update for the Big Brother Canada house yesterday, mm. uh, which was quite interesting and has only gotten to be uh, more eventful since then. So <laughs> yes. uh, check that out and I'll pop up there throughout the season. Nice. Mary, where can people find you? You can find me everywhere at Frail Mary. I am desperately trying to catch up <laughs> to all the Big Brother Canada stuff. <laughs> it's just so much all at once, you know? Yes. Uh, March has already been a month and it's the 6th. So we're doing great. We're doing great. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you can catch me there and uh, all of my stuff. Oh, I got some horrible news. Horrible, terrible news that Riverdale's back. So... <laughs> 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 that'll be starting back up uh, over on Kowski cast that's cow with a K so feel free to check that up if you would like to ring in the fingers crossed last season <laughs> <laughs> nice um, well that'll be very exciting um, and like uh, I can't I don't know if we have talked about it here yet but there is potential for love is blind Brazil and love is uh, love is blind Japan coverage so just stay tuned if it's coming your way it'll drop in the love at first sight feed subscribe at rob has a website.com slash first sight feed so you can be the first to know of any potential content coming your way um you can find me on twitter at asia like asia a-y-s-h-a like a-s-i-a um podcasting weekly with jason reed about married at first sight um we are in just in the middle of the season and so you know if you enjoyed love is blind and you enjoyed a show of this type just come listen to married at first sight you don't even have to watch the show and uh you'll enjoy it and then hopping around for Big uh, Big Brother Canada, I was on the the recap for last the for the first eviction. Um, so yeah, anything I'm up to, definitely just go look at it uh, on my Twitter. And then also I will be uh, joining the crew to do the Survivor 42 uh, draft. So hopefully I pick the winner. Easy, Ooh. you know, easy. Easy pickings. <laughs> right. Thanks. Um, so thank you for sticking with us, especially throughout all of the season. Um, and uh, until next time, we'll see you then. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. 
Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.